Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Tab. We're your hosts, Tisha and Brennan, and we kind of have a confession to make. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Two times this week, we got takeout, and it was hamburgers. Wah, wah. And yeah, they were really, really good. But we, we don't really eat hamburgers anymore. Well, we make turkey burgers at home. But we don't eat beef burgers. Yeah, we kind of had beef burgers this week. Mm-hmm. We did. We were having one of those days. The first time we were having one of those days where it was just like, I need some comfort food kind of thing. And then the second time it was just like, the first time was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, okay, <laughs> why not? So, yeah. How can two times be so bad? <laughs> Well, we've kind of restricted our diet this year, and we well, I say this year a lot this year, but we started in the years past restricting things, right? And um, beef is just one of the things we don't buy and make at home anymore. Um, we do every once in a while. We want a burger, so we go get that. But we don't actively keep. No, we at we home. don't bring it home. We don't make recipes with it. If we need like ground beef, it's always ground turkey or chicken. Usually turkey. I don't really care for ground chicken, but yeah, we just we don't buy it, and that's good. I mean, red meat's not that great for you, and you can get protein in so many other ways. You know, my biggest thing is the iron because you know I'm kind of low on iron, so I have to get that in other areas of my food like food pyramid, whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. We've really been focused on being healthier mm-hmm. in what we eat. But we do um, cut out a lot of things that we do miss. Uh, yeah, so, like, like said, for instance, meat. hamburgers. Yeah, red meat <laughs> is one of those. Um, I have cut out chocolate. I, I've cut out a lot of sugars. Like I, I try not to eat a lot of, of sugary snacks, a lot of sweets. But I had to cut out chocolate because not only the sugar content, but um, it causes me really bad heartburn. I'm actually having to take a PPI now because I've had such bad heartburn. So I, I can't have any more. Yeah. It's really, and really we, sad. We also cut back on a lot of the salt intake we've had over yeah, the we years. Don't, we, we don't, don't add do a lot, a lot of, of processed foods anymore. Yeah, we don't add salt to our foods very yeah. much. Uh, myself, um, I've cut back on a lot of potato chips because that was, that's yeah. just my guilty pleasure. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of substitute that. I cheat a little bit and substitute some of that with tortilla chips. Yeah. Okay, but, it's, but the corn, it's fiber, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. I mean, it, it, okay. Tortilla chips aren't that great for you either, but they're better for you than potato chips. Yes. Um, but yeah, we haven't even, until recently, we've started getting more tortilla chips. Yeah. Which we need to probably nip quickly, but we haven't even been buying those very often up until recently. So yeah, um, a lot of changes in our diet and our exercise. And in June of this year, we started um, really keeping track of it. And I know I really started keeping track of it. Like I have a calorie counter that I put in my food intake every day and I've gotten to where I really don't even need to do that anymore because I pretty much know how many calories are in all the recipes that I make and you know, what I can have throughout the day. And, you know, I limit myself to about 1300 calories a day. Please do not give me any little hate messages or comments about how that's not enough food or you know whatever. 
I know what I need to be healthy. <laughs> I am very conscious of it. So I'm about 1,300 calories right now. Um, I could go up if I was more active, but as it is right now, I am only getting about 30 minutes worth of like aerobic type exercise a day. I was getting an hour at least. And then on the weekends, several hours a day of aerobic exercise. So right now with it being winter, I'm only doing about 30 minutes a day. So 1,300 calories is about where I'm at. But I have a calorie counter. I use that. I do the um, 16-8 fast. And and I actually wrote an article on tishilens.com about this, but um, I love it. I think the 16-8 fast has helped me so much. And Brandon doesn't really do the 16-8 fast, but because I'm doing it, and I don't eat anything after seven o'clock at night. He doesn't really eat anything after seven o'clock at night either. So it's helping him as well because that's where our biggest problem was. We would have dinner and then an hour later we'd be snacking and we would snack until bedtime, like every night. I have to admit, I do cheat once Sometimes. in a while, but it's yeah, pretty Yeah, but it's rare. not an everyday thing anymore. Yeah, but when I do cheat, I get the stare from Tisha. Oh, so. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? Are you going to eat that in front of me? How rude. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's helped me a lot. And I know since June, I've lost 14 pounds. Um, 14 much needed to be. And I'm still like at least five pounds away from where I was when I moved to Canada. <laughs> so I'm almost back to my pre-Canada weight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm really wanting to be at that number and some five pounds away from that. I'm kind of at a maintain mode that right now, though. I don't see me losing that five pounds this winter because, like I said, I'm down to 30 minutes a day on exercise. I'm kind of just maintaining the loss and maintaining, you know, the current levels at the moment. I probably won't be able to get over that hump until spring or summer when it gets warmer and I'm able to get out and exercise more. But, Yeah. Yeah, well, for me, I was probably at my heaviest, probably around February, March timing. And I won't say what that was, but for me, it's too embarrassing. But that was my heaviest weight. But since then, I've lost oof, just over 20 pounds. Yay! So it's fantastic for me. I'd like to get a little bit lower, maybe another five, not quite 10 pounds, but, you know, just north of five pounds more. But I think that's pretty pretty good for me to get where I am right now. And I've been able to maintain that fairly well. Um, I have been doing a lot more exercising. Uh, earlier in the year, I did um, a lot of stuff at the gym. And since COVID, uh, the type of exercises I've been doing has really changed. It's evolved. And like Tisha was saying during the summer, we did a lot of cardio type exercises. We went for a lot of walks after work. Um, on weekends, we walked uh, extra long Mm -hmm. distances an extra time uh, sometimes in the morning and in the evening mm -hmm. but uh, especially in the mornings we took that time to go walking and a lot of our neighbors around here started seeing us all the time and I think they kind of expected to see us mm -hmm. walking and they did yeah they, what were they calling us the walkers, the walkers. <laughs> we were the walkers yeah um yeah we had people you know out on their balconies saying hey you're making us look bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop you're making us look bad but yeah, I mean, and I enjoyed it. I um, And a, a part of reason why we could do a lot of that was because you were working from home mm -hmm. some of the summer because of COVID. And um, 
that means you were home early enough to go walking after dinner and things like that, which was nice. Um, But yeah, I don't like winters because they keep me indoors more and I generally don't get as much exercise. And I did have a gym membership, but even if I still had my gym membership, I wouldn't use it right now. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going into that Petri dish. No, No. thank you. So, um, but yeah, I feel like we've really gotten healthier and feel better because that for me, I had to start doing a lot of the exercising I do. I'm very limited on what I can do because May of 2019, I hurt my back. I had a, um, herniated disc and my lower lumbar, and oh my God, it was bad. I, it went out the week before we went to Rome because <laughs> yep. took, we took my son to um, Rome for his um, graduation present. And oh my God, I was miserable and it has taken me, I still hurt. My back still hurts. So a lot of the exercise I do is very limited. I have to do what isn't going to make that worse. So I'm very limited on what I could do, but I have to do like the stretches and things like that every day or I can't move. <laughs> yeah, you do so, those very slowly and you take your time and, yeah. and you have to be very conscious about how you're moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. And But I think that helped me anyway when that happened to me and I was basically for almost six months unable to do anything. Like I, it hurt to walk. Um it made me realize I really need to take care of my body more. I'm mm-hmm. not 20 years old anymore. I need to make sure I'm taking care of my body more. And, um, you know, I think I've done well since then. I'm, like I said, I still hurt. I, I think I'm probably going to always have that chronic pain now, but it's manageable. Um, I can walk around. I can I can actually carry a backpack now, um, things like that. So exercise and my diet definitely help that. I'm sure losing 14 pounds helps that as well. Um, so yeah, I think we're both doing really well. I, I think, think so. I think Brandon looks good. <laughs> I might be a little biased on that, but well, for me, I've done a lot more cardio lately, right? In yeah. addition to the walks. Um, I and did... I, I, let me, I want to bust in here real okay. quick. I've been telling him for years cause he's like, he's like one of those people who goes to the gym every morning before he goes to work because they have a gym at work. Well, he doesn't do that now, yeah. but he did. And he'd be like, I go to the gym every day and I'm not losing weight and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because you're not doing any cardio. You've got to do cardio. So now I'll, I'll give it back to Brennan. He can talk about his cardio. So like I was saying before I got told I was doing blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I was doing a lot of cardio with Tisha, like a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then partway through the summer, I started doing a bit more running because I thought, well, I maybe missed that a little bit. And I thought maybe I could add to the cardio mm-hmm. that we did with the walking. I did that for a while. But after a bit, I got kind of bored with it. Um, just, And I remember why you stopped why running. Why I kind of stopped running. I mean, some <laughs> of the old injuries I used to have started creeping back a little bit, but not really. Explain to them how much you used to run. Well, I... How many? used to run marathons. Right. So that required a lot, a lot of running. The longest runs would be on Sundays and that, you know, up, up to like three hours mm. of your time on Sundays. And then you'd, you'd finish and you get home and then you'd be wiped for the rest of the day. You couldn't right. do anything. During the week, you'd do stuff during the week and you like maybe have Saturday off. 
And you would do that for months on end just mm -hmm. to prepare for a marathon. And even through all that, before that, you have to build your base and all that stuff. So that took up a lot of time. Um, it put a lot of stress on my, my joints, my knees, my feet, especially. I ended up with plantar fasciitis in both feet. Mm -hmm. You know, I would get one sort of taken care of through physiotherapy and then it would switch over to the next, to the other foot. And then that one would get fixed and then it would go back to the other foot. So eventually it went all the way, but it took time. So back to the original issue here. <laughs> I, I kind of slowed down on the running a bit and I thought I would try something a little different. So I started, I started doing jump rope and I like it. Yeah. Right. I can do that. Uh, everything I've read and heard about it, it's, it, it takes a bit more coordination, um, but you get more out of it than running, mm -hmm. I find. And I can do that indoors in the yeah. garage. So in the mornings, because it's cold outside right now, I'll go down to the garage and I'll just do 20, 25 minutes of jump rope every, well, not every morning, but almost every yeah. other morning. Yeah. Um, and it's really, I feel like, honestly, since you've had to stop going to the gym, because of COVID, I feel like that's when you started progressing in yeah. your, in, in like your weight loss and, and feeling better and stuff yep. because you had to just kind of come up with your own plan and we, we definitely put more cardio in. And so guys, the, the message here is cardio, 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 and you can still do some other good. things in home. You can still yeah, do yeah. crunches I mean, and yeah, you can do strength training, things. but cardio is where it's at people. Yep. And plus, you know, we eat, we eat very lean proteins. It's usually, um, you know, it's poultry or fish is basically what we eat. And then obviously we eat lots of yummy vegetables mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we don't eat a lot of sweets. We don't eat a lot of salt. I use the, the pink Himalayan salt mm -hmm. because I was told it was better than regular salt. I don't know if that's true, but if I do use salt, that's what I use, um, it's all about diet and exercise and like, you know, it doesn't mean you have to give up everything. Yeah. We do have moderation. Our cheat days. Yeah. We had two cheat days. Shoot. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> Let me start talking again. <laughs> <laughs> if I was really much better at editing in GarageBand, I'd edit that out, but whatever. Anyway, we had two cheat days this week. So yeah. But you guys, it's, it's doable. If I can do it and if Brandon can do it and let me tell you, I hate exercise. Yeah. I am not a person and I don't, and I don't say this for you to hate me, but I am just not one of those people who ever had to exercise. I was always skinny. I could eat whatever I wanted to eat. Life was good. And then in 2016, I moved to Canada and it's the only thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I started gaining weight. So I don't know what it is, but, um, this was like the first time in my life I've actually had to like worry about my weight. And I don't like it. I don't like exercise. It's not that I don't like the physical activity. I love to go hiking and I love to be outdoors and I love to do all that kind of thing. And I think that's probably why I gained weight when I moved to Canada because I stopped doing all those things. I've always been in a um, climate in which I can pretty much be active all year round. And, yeah, and, really and now that. I can't do that because I'm not into winter sports and I'm not into being cold and freezing and, you know, I'm not into that kind of stuff. So I'm a lot less active. Now I have found that I have how to be active inside and still, you know, maintain, but, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> enough about all of the exercise and things guys, but really 
be good to yourselves. Yeah. And you you think right now, oh, I don't have to worry about it because I know I was there. I thought the same thing. It Take will sneak up on you and bite you in the rear end. Seriously. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Make good choices. Moderation, people. Moderation. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies because your bodies <laughs> will thank you for it later. So we had a few people get with us um, through private message on our Instagram account, which is Tisha and Brandon, by the way. Um, asking us some questions about our podcast and what we plan to do with it in the future. Like, are we going to do a video podcast, which I addressed that in the vlog this week. So make sure you go over to YouTube at Tisha and Brandon and check that out. But, um, they asked, you know, if we we're going to do the video podcast, guys, I love doing this podcast. I think this is like the most fun I have with Brandon, Be- but I like that you guys can't see me <laughs> because I... If you see a video of me, like I talk with my hands and they're going all over the place all the time and I probably look stupid, but on the podcast, you can't see me look stupid. All you can do is hear me and I'm perfectly okay with that, but we have talked about it and maybe down the road we'll do that. But they also asked because we talk about a lot of photography, which we're about to do again. And they are like, you know, it'd be nice to see like examples or you know whatever when you're talking about it and that'd be nice too and I get it so maybe we'll do some follow-up vlogs if we talk about something that we feel like maybe we need more visual on this well maybe we'll do a follow-up vlog on that I don't know I think that's a good idea yeah so you know any questions you guys have feel free to shoot them over to us you can do it on our Instagram you can do it on YouTube you know whatever Definitely we'll, give we'll us give us your can. feedback or your questions, and we'll get back with you, you know, no problem. So, speaking of photography, I know it's like a big deal, and I did write an article about this on tishislands.com. Um, shameless plug. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of talk about AI photography, um, not AI photography, but like AI photo editing. And, um, wow, there's a lot of like, you're either in that camp or you're not it's kind like of you're for you're like, or against, Ooh, it's like pretty heated. Um, and, and leading up to this, I, I'd never really heard much of this before until Tisha brought it up and then yeah. she started explaining about it. I was like, Oh, that's didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I am always the last to jump on board changes, you know, change is good sometimes right now it's not for me but it doesn't mean it won't be down the road or whatever but I you know I was that person who didn't want to give up film so I waited and waited and waited and waited I didn't really jump on digital like until 2011 (laughs) because I'm just like you know it can't be better than film you know I'm that person so um yeah I don't I really don't think like um AI photo editings for me but i don't know like Like an example of ai photo editing would be letting the software automatically replace say the sky for you in a a well that's a more drastic way but yeah like i'm thinking like luminar is coming out with luminar ai and yeah it's gonna be able to do like the sky replacement but i think luminar 4 was able to do that already i think it's just going to be like more of a almost like a one click thing now from what they're saying i don't i haven't used the software by the way disclaimer i have not used the software i haven't you know 
had a need to use it. So I, I, I don't have any firsthand knowledge of it. If you guys have used the software, feel free to like leave a comment and tell us what you think about it, how you feel about the whole controversy or whatever. But, um, I don't know. I've always been more of a realist with my photo editing. I'd like to do as little as possible to my photos. There was a time when I was like first doing digital and like, you know, all that, that I was like, Ooh, wow. You know, HDR, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I fell into that trap, you know, I didn't do a lot of like super surreal stuff, but you know, I kind of like over baked a little bit or whatever, you know, I think we all fell into that trap, but I'm really more of a, I like for my photos to look more like what I saw and not so much what I wanted to see. That being said, I don't think it's a bad thing if people want to make really cool composites out of their photos. I know a lot of people who do that and they're very creative and very awesome, but they're also not hiding the fact that their photos are composites, right? Yeah. And they're actually very proud of the fact that their photos are composites because it takes such talent to be able to do that. A lot of skill. So much skill. Um, My problem with AI photo processing, and which is the problem for a lot of people, is that... um, People aren't being upfront about if that's like really what was in the photo or, you know, I guess the deception of mm-hmm. it. And why should that bother me? I don't know. Like, it shouldn't bother me, but except in the... Except it does. It does. I don't know. Like, it, it's just like... It feels like you're you're lying to your audience almost, right? Right. right. You're not... For sure. You're, you're passing something off as real when in fact it's not real. Right. And I... I don't know, whatever. It shouldn't bother me. And it probably doesn't bother me as much as it's coming across that it does. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think be upfront about it. If you're going to, if you're going to do all these, you know, really cool things to your photo, be upfront about it. Own it. Be mm-hmm. proud of it. Be like, hey, I took this photo and then I took it into this software and I made it into this. This is a work of art and I'm proud of it and I love it. Do it. Absolutely. I mean, fine, fabulous. Photos that come out of that look fantastic. They look fabulous. I like those. But don't post the photo and you can, I can look at it and know there is no way. And in your caption, be like, almost straight out of camera. Yeah. Whatever. Not even close to straight on a camera. <laughs> like, I that's I guess that's the part of it that I don't mm. like. Why it would bother me, I don't know. Who cares, right? It's yeah. their stuff. If they want to lie about it, they can lie about it. The sad thing is, is that we all know they're lying. <laughs> it's not a secret. <laughs> we can tell. But, you know, whatever. I don't know. What do you think about it, Brandon? I mean, like... I don't really use a lot of... AI, I mean, because I'm shooting with Fuji, I, I you like I said in the last podcast, mm-hmm. um, I have been shooting a lot more in JPEG. So I'll use a lot of the film simulations. Right. When I post a lot of my photos, I'll actually indicate what the film simulation is, right? Obviously, in real life, it's not going to be in black and white. So right. that's pretty Honestly. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of other uh, film simulations that boost color and things like that. So it's not what you would actually see in real life. Mm-hmm. But... At least I would say, okay, this is what it's going to look like. And if you understand what that simulation is, then you'll know what it does. For sure. So for me, I don't really see the need for AI uh, editing. Um, A lot of my photo edits are really just cropping and straightening 
the photo now, right? I, I'm pretty satisfied with what I get out of my camera. Yeah. So I, I, I personally don't feel I need it. No. I mean, yeah, I get that. I totally yeah. get that. I, I, like I said before, I do know people that love Luminar and they love using it and they don't even use Adobe products anymore. They just use that. That's great. Yeah. You know? Whatever. Would I want to try Luminar? Sure, just to give it a try. Yeah, I mean, if Luminar wants to give me a, a, like a free copy of it to let me try it out and tell them what I think about it, sure. <laughs> hey, Luminar, if you're listening. Send it over. I will <laughs> give it a try. I'll give it a whirl. I don't think I'll be replacing Skies anytime soon because I really don't feel like I have a need for that. Quite maybe, honestly. Maybe there are other features in it that we could try using. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's supposedly a really good piece of software for photo editing mm -hmm. without you know take it take away the ai whatever it's supposed to be really good and i just never tried it because you know i'm kind of you know i've got that adobe iv in my arm yeah i can't live without it gotta have lightroom it's like i have tried in the past to like wean myself off of lightroom and adobe and like that subscription i love lightroom it's my jam yeah like i i have tried and and everything else has failed so I don't know, like if Luminar can surpass that, I, I, I think, doubt it. <laughs> I think a lot of photographers, um, if they're really used to Lightroom, they have this hard uh, disconnect with yeah, it. It's, hard, it's, it's yeah. very difficult to to separate yourselves from Lightroom. You're so used to it, and then everything you use afterwards, you just compare to Lightroom. Yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. And it's it's good software lightroom is good software and and i love it and it's i have been using it for so many years that i don't even have to think about what i want to do when i get in there i just do it because mm -hmm. i know how everything works and where everything goes and when i get into a new piece of software it's like this really huge learning curve and i'm just like why am i even trying to bother learning this <laughs> when i know how to use software like know how to use lightroom what's the point so yeah, I get it. It's, I don't know. I don't think I can, I don't know. I would love to see if I could let go of Lightroom and Photoshop. I don't really use Photoshop for anything except making my watermarks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you on that. Like that's all I do in Photoshop. But you know, the subscription based plans that they have these days, that's what really turns people away from Adobe anymore. Mm -hmm. And I, from what I'm understanding, Luminar, you can do a subscription base, but you can also just pay outright. Yeah. And um, a lot of people would rather do that. I used to pay outright every year for the new Lightroom, you know, whatever. But it was cheaper than what I pay for a subscription yeah. every year for that Adobe we don't and really Photoshop. Use. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Now, don't get us wrong. Photoshop is still a very powerful tool. Oh, it if is. If you know how to if use it. If you know how to use it. And I'll be yeah. honest with you, I do not. Like, I've yeah. never, that's another one of those things. I've never really bothered to figure out how to do anything in Photoshop because it all goes beyond what I want to do to a photograph. Mm -hmm. Again, coming back to the, I like for my photographs to be on a more realistic side. Um, the only, literally the only thing I do in Photoshop is to go in and it does a better job at taking out like the little dust spots that are on your sensor. Yeah. It does a better job of taking those out than Lightroom does and making my logos and that's it. 
That's yeah. all I do in Photoshop. And that's all I know how to do in Photoshop. I wouldn't be able to put together a layer. I don't even know what that is, people. I don't even know how to do that in Photoshop. I don't have a need to do that. I don't do masking and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't do that stuff. So many people do, and they have fantastic photos to show for it. And it's like, oh, those are awesome. Hmm. I don't know. It's for me, it's like, it's, it's a skill that you wish you knew, but I, honestly, I, I have no need for that for the type of photography I like to shoot. We're lazy photographers. <laughs> no, not really. But we like he said, I, we don't really have that kind of need. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like to be able to cut the Lightroom Photoshop cord in a financial perspective. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I'll ever find anything that I that is as easy for me to use as Lightroom. I, d I just don't think it's going to happen. And as far as the AI photo editing goes, like, whatever. But like I said, for me, it's only a big deal because you want to lie about it and say, oh, yeah, it's almost straight out of camera. And I'm like, bull, bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got us in trouble. For, for <laughs> bull Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it is not straight out of camera. But anyway, yeah. Other than that, I don't really care. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. Doesn't bother me. Like you said, you're shooting with the JPEGs with the um, film simulations, which some people might argue is kind of like an AI thing because the camera did that for you. You didn't do it. Maybe. Sure. sure whatever. But I mean, I could easily take that image as a raw image, put it into Lightroom and kind of make and, the same effects. Yeah, for this sure. just saves me the time. Yeah. But it's like, you know, Instagram filters. I think it's funny or Snapchat filters. I'm not on Snapchat, but people will do their Snapchat filters and like screenshot it and put it as their like <laughs> profile pictures and stuff. And it's always, I saw one of these people that I worked with and she had put on there no filter. And there was so much filter on this. <laughs> like it was so like... Her face wasn't even the same shape as it usually is. <laughs> and it was like, like there were no lines anywhere. It was like she was an alien, right? It's like they took the liquid. And it was like hashtag no filter. And it's like, in what world? <laughs> no filter except the one I just used. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know why. I mean, just own it. Yeah. If you're going to use a filter, if you're going to use AI, if you're going to like do things like that, just own it. Don't be ashamed of it. I don't know why you got to be ashamed of it. And, you know, if you are using um, Luminar and you're owning it, yeah, great. No problem. Keep yeah. owning it. Keep, Keep saying, hey, it. you know what? I, I I made this photo up. This guy's, or I replaced this and did that. Sure. And you know what? I miss that about, like, I know you guys, I, I talk about Google Plus a lot, but I miss that about Google Plus. The photography community, when we would post a photo on Google Plus, we'd say, this was shot on this using this lens at this aperture, at this focal length, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, we give the background details and, and, and walk people through how we got this shot and then walk people through how you edited. And like, there were a lot of behind the scenes things that happened there. And oh, it was fantastic. I mean, for one, it's transparent. Mm -hmm. And for two, you're helping someone in the photo community learn something. So... Take whatever you're doing in Luminar, do behind the scenes videos or like whatever on it and show people what you're doing and how awesome it is to do this and get people excited about it. 
don't hide it. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, you guys tell us what you think about AI photo editing and, you know, whether you think it's okay or not okay or who cares or whatever. Do you use it? Do you not use it? Have you used it in the past? Whatever. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. Do you have alternate solutions? Do you have alternate softwares that you use? And also, if you want to comment on any other topics we've talked about, the ex- you know exercise and weight loss or some of the foods that maybe you missed eating <laughs> um, because maybe you've been on the, your, your own journey of, of you know, calorie, calorie counting and weight loss <laughs> and exercise, then you know, let us know in the comments. Uh, so many calories. Yeah. So much it. weight. Yes. Fantastic. All right, guys. So we will talk to you next week and we hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.